What's going on, guys? Roger here, joined with my beautiful co-host, Varghese Anthony. What's up? And Mr. Jonathan Lund. Hello. We're kicking off a new series of 91 podcasts. We're still bringing you the highest rated automotive car content, but we're doing it in a little faster way, and we're calling this Pit Stop. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a fast little diagnosis or analysis of a new vehicle and in today's video we are going to be talking about none other than the 2021 subaru brz 2022 oh okay 2022 uh, true. Yeah. subaru brz also known as the toyota whatever the hell it's called FC so jonathan i will kick it off to you since you love this car and let's see what you have to say all right so it's no secret i love the subaru brz Right? Right. This car, as many as I, I fell in love with this car right from the beginning, 2013. And eight years without a redesign? Oh man, that's a long time. But man, they, I think they hit it out of the ballpark with this right here. All right? I know people are going to say, I, I know my other two colleagues are just going to say, no, I'm not. But look at this car. This car is well designed now, right? It, it has all the lines of a sports car that it needs. Look, it has the, the fender vents. It's got the, the long hood, the short trunk, right? And it's just a good recipe. They just had a good recipe for a sports car, and they just improved it. Now, the problem is with the first generation. Um, what? Garbage tires. That's something that people harked on. It was, it was the Prius tires. Yeah. All right. What they do? They went to go fix it. They put Michelin Pilots 4Ss on it. Um, a torque, uh, yeah, torque dip, right? Not enough power, but I think the power was just the torque dip. The torque dip, it just killed power from around three to five grand. That's where you wanted to stay, right? So they went to go fix it, right? Um, what else? Interior quality, eh, you know, it was meh. But I think they fixed it with a new one. So, so when you look at this, right, it's the new, we'll talk about the engine. They had a two-liter boxer engine before, right? A two-liter um, made about 100, it's a 205 horsepower, 154 pound-feet of torque at um, the latest revision. Now they stuck the 2.4-liter boxer four in it. It makes 228 horsepower, 184 uh, pound-feet of torque. But the most important thing about this engine is they fix they fixed the curve. Look at this. Look at the curve. This is from the pre-production model that they showed to reviewers, but Look at the torque curve. It's flat now. There's no dip. And all right, I'll get into that later. And that's all I have to say. Okay, Varghese, I want to hear what you have to say first. First of all, those of you who are listening, the picture of the interior is not is not a full shot of the interior. If you've seen a full shot of this interior, it looks terrible. Is what it looks like. They've slapped some screens on it. The screens are updated. Good job. But it still looks terrible. You got into the H6 slash BRC of the current model year and any model year in the past eight years. It looks like somebody got into a 1990s car and swapped out the head unit for one of those pioneer ones that everybody wanted with the aux cable. And it still looks the same. It's got a square screen. It looks flat and dry. It doesn't look like a modern car. It looks like somebody has swapped out these parts 
for nice modern looking ones. And uh, as far as the power and the engine, I agree with this. This is one part of the car I actually did like. 228 horsepower, yeah, I mean, from 205, it's not much more. But I do agree with Jonathan. The torque was the th one thing that would make this car feel slow. I mean, it is slow, but the torque would make it definitely feel slow. I'm not really that keen on tires. Uh, as far as I can tell, I'm, I'm not sure how much of a difference that would make. They don't even have a press release on, on any kind of handling ability or how this car feels on the road. Certainly was a good idea to move from a 2-liter to a 2.4. But, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know what John's talking about. The previous car had a long hood, short trunk, looked like a sporty, good-looking car. This new one looks ugly. Oh, no. I no. think it looks ugly. So, for those of you who are listening, maybe you guys want to check it out later. I sent the group chat here. I sent these boys some, some photos. You take the rear, it looks like a baby NSX. Not that that's a bad thing, but can't we get an original design from Subaru? The front end looks like uh, some kind of weird cross uh, uh, of like a Ford Escape, the new ones that they have. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible, but knowing what this car was before to how it turned out, I just think it's ugly and it Quickly. doesn't really feel that special. Quickly, I just want to ask each of you, do you think that the new body looks better than the old one? I don't. I do. I don't, I don't think that this new no, body no, no, looks no. better think than about the it. old one. Think about it. Look, the old VRZ had that like plastic mustache on it. This one doesn't. This one has a wide open mouth. Like the, the 86 didn't have that before. This one is wide open. No, I don't like this. It looks like a fish. Uh, let's hear it, about it. Let's hear about it, Raja. Okay. I will give them this. I'll give them this. They did a good job with the motor by playing it safe, though. That's the only thing that I will say. Yes, it kind of takes it back to a time where you could get a naturally aspirated four, a large four-cylinder that revved out to a respectable RPM. This one redlines at about 7,000 RPM. And I understand what they're saying about keeping it in a certain price point. But I think when you redesign it like this, and you don't back it up with what the consumer has been asking for, that just shows a sign of complacency to me on behalf of Subaru. And, you know, how, how much Toyota had to do with it, I kind of blame them too because they can go out and they can make their own motor. They don't have to play by Subaru's rules. You know, if Subaru thinks that a Turbo 2.4, which is in the Ascent, I might add, which they claim that this yeah. is a brand new motor from the ground up, when you already have that <laughs> infrastructure in place for a turbo 2.4, hell, you even have a turbo 2.0 and a turbo 2.5. You've got all these motors that you could essentially plop in here. You know, the limiting factors, they believe that a super, super fast out of the box with the turbo BRZ will um, have a negative effect on their sales of WRXs and STIs. I just think that they're two separate cars. I don't like the styling of this vehicle, and I don't like the fact that Subaru in particular is keeping, you know, the best possible product away from the consumer, and I think that that's where I'll leave it. All right. You say it's going to eat into sales, right, the WRX? Well, think about it. All right. Uh, I'll come back to that, but Varghese, uh, on, handling, on handling, according to Subaru, is that it has an even lower center of gravity. Yes, and yes. And 50 to, yeah. 
but have you noticed even in the in the previous pictures that you showed us this thing is supposed to be lowered from the factory about half an inch apparently half an inch to an inch it looks like a monster truck it looks taller than the previous generation oh my god tell me does it look taller than the previous i could see all four tires in just one of those shots of a quarter and that that's just not i don't see it it looks like a monster truck to me what do you want to put that on airbags or something not airbags. And, that, and that's the beauty not. of this car. You can put it on airbags if you want. This car is meant to be like the tuner car. But right? really the one it's... car in Subaru that's not a four-wheel drive? Right. That's like their thing. And here's to your okay. point. If this car is meant to be a tuner car, whatever tires you throw on them at the factory and how tall it is, that doesn't matter. Exactly. Right? Okay. But like it's, it's for a wide, a wide range of users. Look, if you want to keep it stock, Look, it's perfect for a stock. It's 2.4 liters, naturally aspirated, 228 horsepower, 180 foot-pounds of torque. It's going to feel fast to whoever it is who's going to keep a stock. But if you're going to, if you're going to modify it, mm-hmm. then yeah, you can modify it. You, could, you can pour more money into it you want. You can put a turbocharger, a supercharger. Pro, uh, um, like you can put uh, lowering springs, coilovers, uh, new tires, new wheels. You can put body kits. It, it, look, at, look at the eight years or... Yeah, eight years. Yeah, eight the years. eight the eight years of the first generation. Look how many mods that came out for that car. How many like individual like um, customizations you can do to it. So right? that's your assessment. Not, not one like, this car like, is cheap and therefore right. the money you save you can spend on modifications. Right. If you think about it, look. We'll look at the competitors right now. All right. We got the Subaru WRX on one side and the Toyota Supra two liter on the other side, right? Look at look at this. It's two. They both have two liter turbochargers. One's a, a flat four. One's a, a inline four, right? The Subaru yeah. WRX has two hundred and sixty eight horsepower, two hundred fifty eight pound foot torque, right? If you were mm-hmm. gonna put a supercharger on the BRZ, it'd probably make a little bit more, uh, like a little bit more than that, right? Yeah. And look, the WRX. I know it's a different car. It's a sedan, W, uh, um, all wheel drive. It's uh, you know, it's it's just a different beast. But like, if you were to think about it that way. Like, if you were gonna, if they're gonna put the 2.4 liter turbocharged from the Ascent, which makes around 268 horsepower, 200, 295 foot pounds of torque, somewhere around there, if I remember. Right. Um, it it pretty much puts it at the same exact level as the WRX, but then like it's gonna make it more expensive. So if you think about it, if you put the the turbocharger, it will just add like what another five grand to the price, and sorry, at like 35. What's stopping that? For stop, what's stopping you from getting a WRX instead? Nothing. I would get a WRX. See, your problem is you brought on two beautiful-looking cars. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a yellow Supra. Yeah, it's and a it's yellow a Supra. Supra. Okay. So that means the there's a whole bunch of heritage that drives the price. And also, I yelled about the interior on this car for a new car. The interior on the Supra is nice. Yeah, it's a lot of parts okay. with BMW. But it looks nice. It's a driver-focused interior. It's not like a flat 90-degree box with like a, just a square screen. It's Wait, okay. L- look at the interior. The interior of the, WR, uh, the, the new BRZ looks really nice. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, it has, like it. If you, if you, I'm going to search up a photo right okay. now. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. To get back to the BRZ, yeah. the interior of Argus, I will give them a pass on that because, again, this has to be relatively affordable. So, you know, it's not – we can't expect it to be great. You know, I own the 17 WRX and that was probably my biggest qualm was that was that the interior was trash, the stock stereo system was trash, but you understood that what you're paying for is under the hood. So I'll, I'll give it a pass on that. 
Oh, he's pulling it up. He's pulling it. It's 93 up. photos, man. Hold on. But, yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, something just rubs me the wrong way about it. Yeah, I can see. I can see what you mean. It doesn't look. It doesn't look. It almost looks like a prototype car. Look at the center. Look at the button layout. Yeah, it's cheap. But does it have to? What? I'm not sure. I don't know because Camrys are cheap. Tell me what's wrong with way, this. Tell me what's wrong with this right now. Just that. Just look at that center console. It looks like a, okay. like a 90s uh, cathode ray TV stuck in there. Like okay, a Panasonic I a, I TV. A, I have a very um, pointed question to you, Mr. Lund. Yeah? You were in the market for a new vehicle not so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> what stopped you from purchasing a BRZ at that point? And if this was an option, would you have still chosen the car that you selected? I kind of wanted a car that I can keep for about 10 years. You know, a Honda Civic Type R. I could carry three friends. This one, I can carry like two. There's one in the back, like laying to the side. <laughs> two plus two arrangement. Yeah, actually, it's more of a two plus one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay, but if I were, to, if if this was on the market, right? Yeah. I would have, I would have heavily considered this because looking at it now, it, mm. it, I just look at it and it improves everything from the first generation. Like, I can see. Okay, it has a digital dash now, right? That's an improvement yeah. of yeah. the the stock like analog ones. Right. This screen right here probably has Android Auto, Apple CarPlay already in it. So, like, why, why bother, right? It's, you're only going to use the Apple CarPlay or Android Auto mm -hmm. realistically, yeah. right? Look at this uh, climate control. The climate controls, they, they improved it over the last generation. The last generation just looked flat and, like, what, tacky? Now no, I agree. Look, I, this one I looks like, like actual buttons. Look, look, these come, look like came, came out like a Land Rover or something. Yeah. Right? But, With okay, the MIDI screens inside the dials. To get back, to get back, when Subaru says, oh, we had to do this, which was to put the 2.4 NA to save money, yeah. Yeah. Would, would you agree with me that it wouldn't have costed them a lot in R&D to just drop the 2.0 DIT, which is the FA20 DIT, I think, from the WRX, which is the twin scroll, 268, foot -pound, 268 horsepower, 258 foot-pound of torque, turbocharged motor. They could have just dropped that in there and did a light refresh from this, because I, I think a lot of people would take the older one. Why didn't they do that? Why did they have to go this route? That's my question to you. Don't you think that they could have saved money if they had been a little bit more, I guess you could say, quote unquote, um, moderate with the update and more focused on the driver oriented part of this vehicle? Well, if you think about it, it's like, like from, from my perspective at Subaru, right? Mm -hmm. The you're asking for more power, right? A customer is asking for more power. Yes. Do you want to put the two-liter, right, turbocharged engine that's already in the WRX in here, or are you going to put a 2.4-liter, right, naturally aspirated, that you're already going to work on the motor for the new upcoming WRX STI, right? Because it's rumored that the WRX STI, the new one, is going to have a two-liter, it's going to replace that EJ25 for the new 2.4-liter um, turbo that's going to be an ascent and it's rumored to make like around like 400 horsepower right yes. so if you just if you just put this in for now right you could see like um, owners of this car could make like similar power to the WRX STI later on 
and hell, that, maybe but, maybe they would. Maybe they might make excluding you're excluding so many buyers of the BRZ because not everybody is gonna do mods to this car. Right. That's my but point. like, but like, think about it. Soon, maybe sooner or later, the reason why they put the two point four in here, right? They might make a WR uh WRX uh, uh BRZ STI version. That I would right? agree with because that makes sense to me. If they're gonna hold it back like this on this right. gen, I would expect I would, I would fully expect them to make some kind of higher performance version mm -hmm. of this vehicle for those people that are asking for something more yeah. out of this specific platform. And the reason why they would, like they would put two point four is just that if they're gonna make a STI version, then like, well, it's not gonna cost that much more to put a turbo the the new turbocharged turbocharged 2.4 in it because it's already based off the 2.4 rather than the two liter Interesting. i mean i mean that's going to be like a lot of that's going to be a lot of talks with toyota and how they're going to compete with the supra blah 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 but like i can see it making it happen you know well boys i think yeah. that the clock is <laughs> ticking agree. for subaru and the clock is ticking for us as well yeah we'd like to thank you guys for spending time with us let us know what you think about the new brz at our socials and the handle is 91 underscore podcast. Varghese, why don't you go ahead and take us out? That's right. We're available on Twitter as well as Instagram. And uh, I mean, we talked about a lot here, didn't we? Better engine or is it a better engine? Better styling? Two out of three disagree. Maybe you have different opinions. But anyway, if you're busy on the internet, scrolling around looking for this new BRZ and you just want to listen to us in your ears, we're available in podcasts at anchor.fm, also Spotify. So check us out there. And uh, we'll catch you at the pump next time. See ya.